Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast. I'm your co-host this week, author and writer Simon Peltier. With me at the round table of discussion is uh, real-life Lannister, Tom Zalatnai. That's me. And playing yeah. the ukulele is musical prodigy and human border collie, Tim Blay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah. Welcome I'm to a- the podcast where we talk about whatever the hell we want. From the week for however long we want. Amen. That, that was me. That was that was me singing that. Just it, just for the record. It was. I am really tired this week, guys. Why are you tired, Tim? I'm preparing for a show on Saturday. I'm oh, performing that's at, true. Uh, at Eureka, which where is, is this big science thing in, in the old port in Montreal. Oh, nice. And I've been doing nothing but like sleeping and then working, but I've been sleeping all day and working all night, and now I'm gonna wake in the day because I'm doing this and uh, so yeah, cool. That's fun. How's it going? Good. Um, I have I have a I have a startup question for you guys. All right, I can prepare it. What is one skill that you do not have that you wish you could have? Like a like, real <laughs> skill, because flying, obviously. <laughs> like like okay yeah like a like a real life skill. Fine, like parasailing or or. Something, something involving okay, flight. So if if right now a genie appeared and said that he could grant he could grant each of us one wish to get one skill, what would you choose? Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to like do like flips and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, do, like, do you mean wherever? like like being able to poop while doing a flip? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't object, but no, I, I meant like... Or just being able okay. to flip some shit, like... Like, uh, like a pancake? Like a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was talking specifically about like backflips and, you know... Oh, I can do those. Back handsprings cool. and whatnot. Not really. I I've, like to be I'm, athletic and gymnastic-y. I'm th- this summer, I'm going to sign up for a parkour gym, so I'll, I'm going to learn to do those. Cool. Parkour yeah. gym. Yeah, it's a gym that teaches you how to do parkour. I thought parkour was supposed to be, like the world is your gym. Isn't that like the point of parkour? Well, yes, but you want to <laughs> practice first. Because mm-hmm. if you, I guess, if your first time jumping from building to building is actual buildings, yes, it, it, it could be dangerous. I, I would time. like, I would choose uh, for my my skill, fire breathing. I think. That's not a what, like like it's a dragon skill. or like no 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 like 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 circus performers who have the like torch and they drink a thing and then they blow into the and fire. Oh, it's easy to do that. You just put alcohol in your mouth and then light a match. And but there's a way it. to do it so that the fire doesn't travel like into your mouth. Okay, well you have to specify that. That's a whole different skill. No, that's the skill. The skill that's no, that's what fire breathing you is. You can fire breathe. You're just gonna burn yourself. Speaking okay, well, of burning I'll, ourselves <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> I was chopping up jalapenos to make myself some beans, and okay. then I went to the bathroom, uh, and then my my junk was on fire for like forty five minutes. It's an unfortunate experience. Yeah, yeah, that's very. I did a similar thing, but to my eyes the other day. I was I decided that I should eat ramen noodles in bed. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I should and I should eat them. Like I was I was watching I was catching up on Game of Thrones, and I was like I need a snack. And I had ramen noodles, and they were like spicy <laughs> beef ramen noodles. And I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, you know, when you don't cook ramen noodles, you just like put, the, <laughs> like pour oh, yeah, the I'm powder not. on top of them and like break off pieces. Have you have you ever done noodles in a in a coffee maker, where like you 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 put the the uncooked ramen noodles in in the coffee pot, like in the glass thing, and then you you just don't put coffee in it. You just boil because then like it's gonna boil the water and it's gonna go through. Wait, like a percolator go- thing, or like no, like like the the like Black and Decker kitchen coffee maker do things. you put like a filter it's like you don't put any coffee you just you you put the powder and the like the, i feel like this is not very complicated but you just put the powder <laughs> and the noodles inside the like receptacle okay there's too many the different carafe. kinds of coffee makers i don't know if you're talking about like espresso or like the per- fancy just percolator the, thing are you just like talking about like french putting, press putting everything into the coffee pot and yes. then pouring water in the top of the machine, pushing the button, and then letting it do its trick. That, that. So basically it's a fancy way to heat water and put it on your noodles. It's not a fancy way. It's an effortless way because you just put things in and then press a button. That's, and then next thing you know, you have food. That's that what is, a microwave does. That is more effort than a lot of other ways that's to make noodles. True. That's not true. <laughs> what is the most effortful way you could make noodles? Effortless. Okay. No, most, effort, most effortful way to make noodles, you get like eggs, you get flour, you get all that shit to make the dough. You make that dough yourself by hand. No bread makers. I'll be watching. I'll know Making if you that cheat. dough. And then you make that dough, and then you roll that shit out, and you like put it through the pasta slicer machine. Okay, but there's definitely like more effortful ways to make 
like I think I think if you if you did it without using your hands, that would be a very effortful way to make. Well, yes, but for example, or with your like elbows. If you grew the grain yourself, that would be a whole other level. But then you could like if you wanted to invent an entire new universe in order to make these noodles. I feel like that would wasn't probably it, be... Wasn't it Carl Sagan who said that if you want to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm stealing. I'm pretty sure Carl Sagan just said there were billions and billions and billions. I'm pretty sure that's McDonald's. Oh. But they were pretty much... They were on the same page about a lot of things. Hey, guys, do we have I any housekeeping to do from last week? Um, uh, yeah, I think we do. Tim, go for it. Well, Keep I... the house. You mean like like updates on topics from last week? Yeah, yeah. Things that we thought we should add or whatever. Maybe, um, maybe well, apologies. Tom was right about Rastafarianism. We have settled that. Mm, so yeah. Say that again. <laughs> you were right, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, get off my back. All right, is there anything <clears throat> else? Um... I don't know. I think I'm good. I, be- I believe Saiga antelopes have ceased dying. Ceased. Mm. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to say ceased to exist. <laughs> <laughs> like that no, no, no. was. Oh, it was. It was, it was just Saiga antelopes are everywhere. Okay. They're, um, I mean, not exactly everywhere, but they're right. They're, there's one they're in, this in a room. lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh, um, I had an update about uh, for antelope emojis. Okay. Uh, okay. So we pointed out last week there is no emoji with an antelope. Mm-hmm. An um, antelogy. An a- no antelogy. But I was just talking to my friend. Uh, and I sent them a picture of the snake dragon emoji. Yeah. Well, I guess I sent them the snake dragon emoji. It wasn't a yeah. picture of it. <laughs> I took a screen capture of the emoji and then I blew it up. And I cropped so it was, it, all, nicely. it was all pixelated and, and blurry. Yeah. yeah. And then I brought it back down to the size of an emoji. And <laughs> That's I it. it and then I actually censored it and put the Brazzers logo over it. <laughs> no, so I so I sent a picture of I, I sent the snake dragon emoji to my friend and she was like, yeah. "Why does that just look like like a green antelope?" And I was like, "What? Yes. What do you mean?" And it because the snake dragon emoji totally that, has horns. Just just the head of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I haven't done like 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 antelope horns. I'm what what kind of horns there's... do dragons have? Well, uh, it's it's um because the emojis are made by a company in Japan. It's like a, an Asian looking dragon, the kind that look look like a really long snake and have oh, no yeah, wings. And they have those. And they're they're the horns. At least on this one, kind of look like antlers, like curly horns. I think I think do they split? Uh, I feel I'm like they split to, in half. I'm trying to find a, an appropriate. This is going to be another one of those times where we talk about a thing that we're all looking at, but this yeah. is in fact a podcast. Everybody, everybody who's listening to this should know what the snake dragon emoji. Everybody, is. whip out your phones, just whip them out, <laughs> and we're going to talk about snake dragon. Okay, but I do not have a straight straight nagon. This is oh, snake yeah. dragon. Emoji. Yeah, that does not look like an antelope. No, but he's got little horns. If yeah. anything, it's like a it's green like, cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I'm just going to, I used Snapchat in order to take that photo because you can stretch your font and make it bigger. And I was mm-hmm. able to expand the size of the emoji. So now I'm just going to snap that. And if you guys want to follow me on Snapchat, it's T Landmaster. Wow. Look at that. Tom all being right. all skilled so with time, the socials. It's time, yeah. it's time for our first story. Tim, okay. Tim, what do you have? Um, I've got, I, I'm going to, you know, this is a lighthearted show. So I'm going to talk about politics, religion, and climate change. Very, <laughs> very fun. Let's do it. Non-controversial. Yeah, for sure. This <laughs> Non-controversial. Gonna, this is going to alienate absolutely no one. All right. Um, so, sort of on the topic of last week, you were talking about Herman Cain. I'm going to talk about another Republican dude. Yay. Uh, so, Rick Santorum. I don't oh, know you guys, Rick Santorum. I don't know you guys heard about this. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the guitar player for... Uh, <laughs> well. Yeah, he had that song, Black Magic uh, <laughs> yeah. Republican... Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. That's okay. Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah. Sambora. Right. Anyway, Rick to, Rick Santorum. Rick to Santorum. It's like a, a Harry Potter curse. Um. So he. <laughs> so he Rick had, Astley. So Rick Santorum. This is kind of funny because um politics and and religion are science and religion are two things that are very close to me, especially mm. science and Catholicism. I feel yeah. like I'm the expert at in both those topics at this table. Um, so Rick Santorum, yeah. uh, fun guy that he is, decided that this week that he was going to tell the Pope that he should not have an opinion about climate change. Oh, yeah. He was like, you know what? Leave science to the scientists, Pope. <laughs> I like you about every. I like everything else you do, but uh, stay out of this climate change debate. Uh, doesn't uh, let's doesn't see, I'll get the actual quote. science degree. <laughs> he said, yeah, he said, the science is not settled and the Pope should only speak about moral issues. Yeah, first of all, the Pope has a master's degree in chemistry. Does he really? I yes, didn't know he that. does. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, leave the science to the scientists. Um, second, last time I checked, Rince, Rick Santorum is not a scientist. No, he's not. Was he claiming to have any more right to talk about science than the Pope? Though? I guess what he was saying was that, like, he, you know, 
well, politicians, they have to, like, make policies and stuff, so they have to, like, you know, it doesn't, they don't really have a choice. They have to do things that involve them having opinions about science. But if you're going to do that, you should probably have actual science advisors who, like, yeah. know what they're talking about. It's like it's like that that one guy at the, the um, in the Senate in the United States that, like, brought a snowball into the or, or, uh, no Congress one, one of the guys in Congress brought a snowball in and was like I have a snowball therefore there's no global warming yeah no joke that happened I mean like he's he at least <laughs> no. I'm too tired there's I no don't know what too tired were, were, did you have a thought that didn't form or were you just trying to find another <laughs> I, side to this I issue? had a thought that didn't form yeah <laughs> snowballs like you gotta you gotta respect his resolve right like he brought that snowball in there he made that effort right I, I I feel like that's only really making a point about the AC system. Like the, our AC is too damn high. I got a <laughs> snowball. I've been sitting here for two hours in Congress and it's still not melted. Hey, like I mean, if we live in a world where that's possible, then like I don't even care about global warming. Give me that AC. Ah, <laughs> uh, first world people. Yeah. So so bringing it back, do we think that there is a place for religious leaders to have opinions about science? Yes. Well, the thing is... <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> like, like, the Pope is not claiming to know better than scientists, which Rick Semtorum totally is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but what what the Pope is saying is that, like, climate change is a, it's a moral problem, right? Because yeah. it, mm-hmm. it affects the poor countries in the middle of the world way more than it affects us, so we yeah. can just ignore it. Right. And then he's like, no, you guys can't... That's That's not cool. You can't do that. And I think I think that you know it's it's yeah it's it's something that has to do with with um, morality and something that has to do with human behavior that affects other humans. And so I think that yes, people who um, are like let's say quote unquote moral authorities should have an opinion about it. And I think that you know everyone should have an opinion. I think that everybody should stay open to mm. opinions and to mm. listen to other people. And like the the people who say that the science is not decided on on climate change are. Mm. Um, Wrong. wrong. You guys are right wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're all on the same page yeah. about that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So there, there is indeed climate yeah. change. It's not good. We need to change. Oh, did but you did, did you guys see the the article from the Onion that was uh, entitled like uh, "Scientists Politely Remind Everybody That Free Sustainable Energy Is Ready Literally Whenever." <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes the Onion. Speak the truth. I, I feel like the Onion, their titles are funnier than the actual articles. Well, because yeah, because they have like that one concept. Yeah, it's true. They basically like once you read the headline of an Onion article, you know how the entire article is exactly. Gonna go. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. But there's there's an interesting thing I think happening in in the states, um, mm. sort of in the religious right. Yeah. Because this like there's there's been this, um, like the the, the whole right movement. It's very. Um, anti-science and also very Christian, mm-hmm. um, and a lot like like a lot of it is is Catholic. Um, but now the Pope is like, but wait, like, a lot of the, a lot of the right movement is Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot there's a lot of like the the pundits and and people like on Fox News and stuff that, that say like, oh yeah, like I'm a I'm they, a firm like Catholic guy. Like Bill oh, really? O'Reilly's I Catholic. That. I didn't know that. Uh, Rick San- Stephen Colbert. Is Rick Santorum yeah. is Catholic, which is, makes this kind of funny. Oh, I see. Rand um, Paul is a Mormon. Really. Also, no, Mormon. Rand Paul and also uh, Mitt Romney was a Mormon. Oh, there we go. Maybe I was thinking Mitt Romney then. But they're in the last. Um, anyway, yeah, a lot of them are Mormons. I feel like Fair Rand enough. Paul is an as a Randian. Like if if Ayn Rand has a religion, then he's probably like the only uh, member. Is he a Randafarian? He's a random. <laughs> I would go to a Randafarian church. Ah, what what did Tom? Would you mind telling us what the Randafarians believe? The Randafarians believe in economy. Uh, I believe in the economy. I believe it exists. Then you are <laughs> one step closer to Randafarianism. <laughs> but okay, the, doesn't doesn't the Vatican have like its own sort of science research? Yeah, they department? do. Department. Um, they well, they what the Vatican does is they they have sort of a a science advisory council, and basically okay. they just ask ask like whoever they dang well please. Be like, like Stephen Hawking is is on the Vatican Science Advisory Council, and like, just like it's just packed with like all the Nobel Prize winners. Oh, I see. So it's not it's not like it's not like they just grab someone on the street. Like you're our science advisor. No, no, no. This is like okay. I see. They get all these people, and then like they don't usually have to do anything, but once in a while they'll get a whole group of people together and be like, hey, what does science say about this? So they've done things about 
Um, climate change, they've, they did one in the past about evolution. One of them that they did re- recently was um, about, like, when can you call someone dead? Mm. Like, huh. if they're if the, your brain is has ceased functioning, are you dead? Right. You know, because that has moral implications and stuff. Right. Well, I mean, if your if your brain has fully ceased functioning, then doesn't it, doesn't everything go along with it? Yeah. Well, if, but the thing is, like like with life support, right? You can have someone fully yeah. brain dead and still on you know machines keeping them alive forever, right? So like, so okay, so it's is not, it killing them to okay. pull the plug? That was sort right. of the, the question. Right. Huh. I mean, I w- yeah. Yeah. yeah that that is that is definitely a tough question and that's that, that's a question that's coming up in in europe a lot with things on like euthanasia and um assisted suicide and well, that's kind of that's a whole different thing right because then you're talking about like you know if someone's brain dead it's kind of a a no-brainer no guys give me a okay, comedy yes. podcast welcome, welcome to <laughs> the new segment of our show give me your best fake laugh go simon <laughs> That's pretty good. Go, Tim. <laughs> Go, Tom. Ha! Did you, by best, did we mean worst? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, sorry. We all nailed oh. it. A, a quick round of applause for... I hit my microphone stand. It's kind of an interesting <laughs> sound, actually. Sorry. It's kind of like hitting hitting the table here. That is... I feel like it's, it's like the... In Jurassic Park. I wish you could see I wish you could see Tim's face. It's it's absolutely Snapchat that too late. Yeah, it's too late. Okay guys, so Wait, 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 wait. But wait, we're, we're not, we're not I, done I did, I did have we're a point. Done. Okay, um, go. Which is that it's it's really interesting now, and I'm going to be interested to see how this happens, because the right has really set themselves as pro-religion, including a lot of, like, yes. like really, I am staunchly Catholic. Like, the... Um, but now, sort of, the Pope is is completely switching the focus. Like, he's not changing much of what the church actually says, but he's mm. like, all right, stop talking about the things that America is obsessed about, which is basically sex. Mm. Um, yep. You've talked about this for decades. We've got other problems, like the fact that the globe is warming, or that, like, you're not feeding the poor, and you're keeping all your money for yourself. But Jesus didn't care about those things. Jesus only cared about sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why he never had it. The number of times that Jesus t- has talked about sex in the New Testament is incredible. I'm saying incredible meaning because he hasn't I, you don't believe about, it. No, meaning that he hasn't talked mm. about it. Mm. That doesn't sound credible to me. <laughs> which he, which he, of the 17 Gospels are you once? talking about? He must have talked about sex at least once. I mean, he talked about like, don't... a theology podcast. Don't stone the woman for having sex. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That counts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, and I, I think really... I think that uh, along what you were saying about like sort of focusing on like the the, the things that the, the the right wing is setting themselves as they're like right wing conservative people are really setting themselves as like showing that Christianity is like a moral police and they're like all their legislation is about what is right and what is wrong and though that that is what legislation is is is, is technically for, I feel like that's not necessarily what Christianity is for. Mm-hmm. And I think that like in in a certain sense, that's what the idea of the separation between church and state is. Well, it's right? just the the other thing is it's just it's very centered on like we're going to tell you what you can like about how to live your life as opposed to exactly letting it like inform like all the all the topics that that um, religion in the states is obsessed about are things that more affect like poor lower class people, right? Because if you're a comment, if you're a big commentator, you can talk about those things and judge those things, and you're never going to have to deal with them, hmm. right? Um, so things like uh, abortion and uh, that's about all I got. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm blank. Yeah, and the, and like it's it's there's there's a surprising amount of legislation that's coming out that like is 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 about things that only involve one person, hmm. like um, abortion or like homosexuality. Well, that, that kind of thing? usually involves two people. I, <clears throat> I mean, think both if of you're trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, the, the the one about a, but I mean, it's like it's let's make 
you know, let's make legislation. This is what you do with your body and what you do with, with the people that you're in love with. And I think that that's, that's where the problem is. But it's also, here's what you do as opposed to what I should do. Right. From the the point of view of the powerful people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So what's happening now is I think these people are going to like, if it keeps going, these people are basically going to have to make a choice because they're going to have to say, Hey, the Pope is just wrong. And that means a lot for the state of my belief in Catholicism or just especially the Catholic guys. I'm just, I don't know how yeah. much longer they can keep it up, right? It seems right. pretty unsustainable to me. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It'll uh-huh. be interesting to see how that plays out. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back to this on episode 15. We'll talk about it again. Is I'm that, marking is that, that after the election? <laughs> I don't know. When's the election? It's usually December, ain't it? I don't mm-hmm. know. That changes, so. changes every, every once in a while. That's change we can believe in. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Obama. All right, Tom, what do you have? Time Magazine. Time Whoa. Magazine. You own it? No. <laughs> That's impressive. You have a copy of it even? I have their website on my phone. They, wow. Okay. <clears throat> Can you actually work their website? Their I, mobile site is the worst. I'm sorry, Time Magazine. Bad. You guys yeah. need to step up your game on the mobile <laughs> what's, thing. What's the problem with you? The, the, you load the page and it just it refuses to scroll for like a minute. Oh. What? See, I loaded the page like three hours ago, so I'm, I'm not experiencing any trouble with it okay. now. But okay. It's not great, yeah. Um, so Time Magazine uh, has a bad website. Discuss. No. <laughs> um, I, uh, they published an article on June 2nd, 2015 called Chimps Are Capable of Cooking. Ooh. Comma space, scientists say. <laughs> um, so essentially what this is saying is that chimpanzees uh, have the mental abilities to cook uh, and would choose to cook their food instead of eating it raw, even if it would take them longer to get it. Wow. But uh, they haven't actually figured out how to cook yet wait so how did they determine this like did they teach a bunch of chimpanzees to cook so essentially what they did was they they uh they would like say there's like a a group of like 40 chimpanzees Mm -hmm. in a cage or something yeah it's a large cage (laughs) (laughs) and usually it's not usually how you keep say in an enclosure in an enclosure there we go and so at one end of the football field uh is just a trough full of like raw food readily available to them at the other end is like this like cooking thing right. so there's like a big pot or something that they can throw the food into to get it cooked right uh the chimpanzees would sooner bring their food over there and get it cooked for them huh. in order to eat it and have delicious cooked food than just eat the raw food despite knowing that they can eat the raw food what what was the food in particular i, I didn't really specify okay yeah because I'm, like I'm, I'm wondering if if they'd have certain like preferences i don't know if I don't think that chimpanzees eat meat. So yes, they definitely. Eat they do. Meat. Yes. Oh yeah. shit! Chimpanzees are fully like they. <laughs> have you like, have you never seen their teeth? I mean, chimpanzees I that are makes sense. They're, chimpanzees yeah. are like the closest thing to us yeah. that yeah. exists. So I just I always that, get confused by animals eating animals. <laughs> That's a how do you work with like cats and dogs and lions and dolphins and just like everything that eats animals. Most a things lot of do. animals. Did eat you know? Animals. Did you know that even herbivores, most herbivores, will eat animals? What they just? Yeah, it's not like they can't do it. They just usually don't usually get the opportunity. Huh. But like, the, if you go on YouTube and you look up video of like cow eats bird or something, like if there's just like a bird lying in front, <laughs> they will totally eat it. Tom's mind is blown. Tom right is just now. like staring into space. I've never, I've with never his glasses really, on his head. I've never really realized that. <laughs> so i had cats like until i was like 18 yeah and i never realized that their food had meat in it <laughs> I, the number of cans of wet cat food that i've served to cats that's, that's just processed meat wet cat like, food is essentially spam yeah and i never thought about it until like I've, i have fed cats actual like venison heart from a container due to how like fancy and picky this cat's diet is wow and it never occurred to me that cats eat meat okay I've, but you, have you heard about the this there's this trope in the world called cat and mouse where the cat oh yeah chases yeah. the mouse and then it's yeah, but sort Tom, of implied Tom, that he's going to eat it. Tom never thought of what happens after the cat catches the mouse. I think I've just never thought about it as as a cat eating meat. I've just thought about it as a cat eating. Eating a uh-huh. Okay, so basically yeah. what you're saying is mice are not meat to you. No. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't eat a mouse. Mice therefore. are considered vegetables, you guys. They're just they're Yeah, that's why snakes eat them. Yeah. So what <laughs> once 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 um Mon- uh, monkeys or chimpan- chimpanzees actually they're apes but once chimpanzees figure out how to cook what do you think their first meal is going to be us <laughs> wow um, I, I i don't think 
so because they don't they don't have like skewers or utensils or anything i think they just you know they they, they can't do the like pig the like like kebab thing where they like stick the skewer through and then just like turn over oh, a fire man like a big old rotisserie chicken <laughs> okay, like the interesting question big old rotisserie tom the the problem with the problem with chimpanzees is that like they can sort of i mean what what are you laughing at? <laughs> the problem with chimpanzees, chimpanzees is like I'm gonna make some horrible like speciesist <laughs> statement. The problem with chimpanzees is they don't believe in Jesus. The problem with chimpanzees is I just keep getting postcards from we them. We need we need to evangelize, show the good news to the chimpanzees. So that's the, chimpa- actually, the chimpanzees need to accept Jesus in their heart. That's actually related to what I was gonna say. But the like the problem with chimpanzees is that they don't really. Like, there, there's a lot of debate on this, but they don't really communicate with language. Like, you can teach a chimpanzee, like, a good bunch of... Like, they, they can communicate. You can teach them yeah. sign language. You know, you've heard of this. This has been done before, yeah, with gorillas and that kind of thing. Yeah. But they never really get past sort of words mean specific things. Right. So it's hard to, like, you can't they necessarily can't form put, sentences. A, put a concept into and like teach them new things through language so the problem with you could teach one chimpanzee to cook but i don't know if they would ever be able to teach another chimpanzee Hmm. how to cook well i find it interesting because like what the article seemed to be implying was that like chimpanzees would prefer to eat cooked food but can't actually they're not at the point where they can actually figure out how to do it themselves which is kind of just like teenagers right (laughs) (laughs) like for real like we've all been teenagers we've all worked with teenagers like Teenagers would way sooner choose to have something cooked that's delicious. But when like, I was a teenager, I preferred cooked meat to like just pieces of mouse. Yeah, but like, when did you? First, I didn't. I definitely did you first preferred pieces of mouse. Like, what age were you when you first cooked a meal for yourself? Oh, I have I no idea. Probably, I was probably like, uh, I'd imagine twelve-ish. Okay. Yeah, but your parents probably made you do it, right? But. I mean, probably, but like, it's, it's not like, it's not like I didn't understand the concept and it's not, it's not like I, like, I didn't understand that I could turn on mm. the, uh, the, the, the stove and put a frying pan on it and then take the meat and put it on it. It's not like I was just like, oh, I'm going to put it in this and then it tastes better. I don't know why, but it does <laughs> like, which, which is what I feel like is probably more along the lines mm. of what's happening with the chimpanzees. But I think like, I definitely, I definitely understood the concept of cooking and I was capable of cooking. I just didn't want to do it. Yeah, that's sort of the question. Like, like, how much training did these chimpanzees have? Did they have like extensive previous knowledge of like food comes out of this pot and then you eat it and it tastes like this? Yeah, I don't know. Or did they just like put a? Because I feel like if you just put a pot there, even I, as like a kid, would have been like, "There's some food there that I've eaten all my life," and then there's this random boiling pot. Because okay, here's here's what I would imagine. I would imagine that, um, like if if I were the scientist, this is probably how I'd conduct it, where I would show them. Like first, they would just have the raw food. Let's let's say we'll just start with fruit, right? Because like, you know, stir fried bananas are really good. But let, really? let's yeah. Anyway, let, let let's say that like you so you have this like pile of 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 raw food and you give them that for a really long time and then you show them it going in the pot and then you only give them the food that they have seen go in the pot and come out. I would I would that's what I would do. Well, and Tom then a- and then you give them the choice and then you have the pot and the pot is cooking. Like it's ready to have stuff cooked in, but there's nothing in it and there's only the raw food. And then they would have to think, oh, can I put it in? Oh, look, it tastes better now. Is that pretty much how it went? Yeah. I mean, that's how it went for me when I learned how to cook. Yeah, does that just, does that make me a scientist now? Your mom just kept putting things in a pot and then no, shoving them in just, your mouth. My mom just kept leaving the pot out and then I figured things out. <laughs> your mom never actually turned off the <laughs> stove. She just left the pot out. There was no cooking involved. Just the higher I got, the more I wanted to eat food. <laughs> and then I had to figure it out. And that is how Tom learned to be the amazing cook that he is. Um, by the way, there is a Tom has made a plate of crazy bread, or as normal people call it, breadsticks. Crazy bread, crazy bread, <laughs> and it's, it's just sitting out in front of us, and we are we're sort of taking turns devouring pieces. So if you hear chomping noises, do not be alarmed. It's just a shark devouring my legs. <laughs> or do be alarmed. Uh, do be alarm. Yeah, <laughs> happened in Tom's house a lot. Ew. Ew. My mom's a stoner. No, she's not. She is. <laughs> no, she's true. That's <laughs> that was not a joke. So does, your, does your does your mom listen to this podcast? No. Okay. Would your mom mind if you said that about her no, on this she'd, podcast? She'd think this is hilarious. Probably. Simon, what you got for us? Okay, so um, you guys brought science 
um, stories. I'm going to go away from that for a little bit. And I'm going to, uh, I, I found on, uh, the, the huffing post, Huffington post, the huffing post, We're just <laughs> all about drugs today. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude. on the, the Huffington post. Okay. Uh, they were linking I to this. I stood on this post and I sniffed gasoline. It was amazing. Article called "The 15 Weirdest Gifts Celebrities Received from Fans," hmm. and some of this stuff is really, really strange. And like you, you can imagine that you know they, a lot of these these you know celebrities and Hollywood folk cater to a lot of people, and there's a certain percentage of the population that isn't all there. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And, you know, them or like just has different ideas of what what is a, a, a good thing to give to someone that you like. Hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to go through uh, this list. It's 15. It's not a lot. Some of them are like very straightforward and some right. of them you'll you'll see. We <laughs> shall provide our reactions as they occur. <laughs> so they're um, in true talk show format. So they are in uh, uh, increasing order of weirdness, starting with number 15. Ariana Grande once received uh, from a dude a 42 and a half pound pumpkin. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying for a long time to get Ari to notice me, all right? No joke. The guy, the, the name of the guy who sent it is actually Tom. Really? Yeah. Literally. I'm not going to say his last name. But. It's all Latin. Clearly. I know about your so, pumpkin patch. Don't I'd, you try to deny this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not much of a pumpkin guy, but I can imagine that a 42 and a half pumpkin... 42 and a half pound <laughs> pumpkin is really big. It's a yeah. big pumpkin. That's okay. a big pumpkin. But that's, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Like, you get a 42 and a half pounds of pumpkin. That's a lot of pumpkin pie. Do you know how much pumpkin? You can make pumpkin pie. You can make pumpkin, like, spice lattes for the rest no, of your life. No, because pumpkin spice latte is just the spice they go with pumpkin. You Not the way Ariana winter. Grande <laughs> makes them. <laughs> that uh, brings the... Side diff- note, is there a coffee called an Ariana Grande yet? There because should be. There should be. Oh, man. Starbucks, if you're listening that. to this, make an Ariana Grande. <laughs> Tell me you're then, an awful person. Because then, then if you get a small and you order it at, at Starbucks, it'll be a Grande Ariana Grande. Uh, small is Grande? Thanks, I don't understand what this sound effect yes. represents. It's a, anyway, the so number 14, Tom Felton. Tom, just all over the place. Tom what? Felton. Who, Tom, who did if you feel? If you're not... Ariana if, Grande. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Tom Felton, he plays Draco Malfoy. Ah! Oh, I love him. Um, a number of I people. I love his, his eyebrow raise. I like adopted that, and that's like the thing that I do now. That thing that he does in, in movie two, where it's he just really looks at interesting. Them, like, eyebrow raise. It's really interesting that you use the word adopted because people have offered to adopt him, um, or change, or have offered to pay for him to legally change his last name to Malfoy. Mm. A number of people have approached him and been like, "I'm going to give you 500 bucks if you change your la- your 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 last name to Malfoy." 500 bucks. He's like, "I make that in like 10 minutes, guys." Yeah, come on. Yeah, I would change my well, last cause, name. Well, because because the because fi- I I assume the 500 bucks would be like the cost of legally changing your name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, number 13, Zac Efron once received a box of human skin. <gasps> No, <laughs> like all from one person. <laughs> yes, it was just like a, like a slab of human skin. <laughs> okay, is the is the did it come with a note? Like um, this is hey hey bro, this is my it, skin. It doesn't it it the the it, it doesn't say so like a, a lot of these a, a lot of these don't really go in detail. But I see like there's a lot of them that like if you received that you wouldn't really want to talk about it. Right? I mean, but I I do I want to know like. Okay, for example, maybe the person got a full body sunburn. It was really bad. <laughs> it was just like, like, was it the kind of like peely dry skin? That I you don't just like know. Peel off yourself I don't or? know. I because what see what what comes to to my mind is like one of my favorite things to do is to feel my friend's skin, and so I want to I want to do this for for Zac Efron's son. I'm gonna send him skin from my cheek or something. I don't know. From or from my friend. <laughs> I don't know. It seems how it, much was how much skin was involved? It doesn't. It just says human skin. Because a box could be like it bigger says, than a bread um, box, smaller than a bread box. Gross. <laughs> it, it 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 fit in an envelope. He opened an envelope. Sorry, it wasn't a box. It was an envelope. Okay, that's better. I was imagining like a crate. <laughs> Why would you send someone an envelope full of skin? But like, here's like uh, that's so much better than like here's four bodies worth of skin. Ooh, no. <laughs> All right, the Jonas Brothers <laughs> once received a dead shark. How about <laughs> a similar similar question? How big was the shark? It, it oh was it was small. 
it was it was a small uh they claimed the shark wasn't very big but still that's weird like I, i'd assume it'd be the kind of shark that tom stepped on many years ago you stepped yeah. on a shark yeah true yeah. story time for my favorite segment of the show tom tells a true story so when i was a young warthog when he <laughs> was a young warthog that was terrible yeah um, so w- when I was a young man, um, I went to a beach, uh, as I often did as a resident of Vancouver, British Columbia. And, uh, I was on said beach when suddenly a shark, <laughs> <laughs> when suddenly a shark, <laughs> when suddenly a shark, um, effervesced into being <laughs> upon the beach. Um, and as I traversed the loamy shores, I reached a junction wherein my foot and the body of said shark were um, intertwined mm. in collision, yeah, in glorious embrace, in glorious bastards. Um, and that's another thing about skin being removed from people, yeah, in glorious ah. bastards, ah. full circle. So, um, so I stepped on a shark, I was dead already, but whoa, you know, yeah, that's, that's impressive that you stepped mm-hmm. on a shark while dead. No, it was dead. Oh, it was dead. dead. It was dead. I was alive. I'm still alive. I was wondering how that was going to make sense. Tom Tom has never ceased being alive. I'm still alive. Wait, how does it feel to have like shark skin on your foot? Because isn't it really, it's covered with like tiny teeth. Um, Is it? Yeah, like the stuff that makes a shark skin. All sharks? If you zoom in on it, it's basically just tiny shark teeth. Let's cut to a clip. All right. Well, wow. that was really good. I'm I'm impressed by that shark. Um, the uh, I was wearing like, oh my god, I'm blanking. What are those things that you put on your feet? Doc Flip-flops, Martens shoes, uh, um, sandals, sandals. There we go. Sharks. I was legit like I haven't worn sandals in a long time. I was like, uh, you know, they're like shoes, but not. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing sandals. So Slippers. Really like just it. the bottom part of the shoe, and then the top is like. Um, so he doesn't bacon. remember what it felt. It's like driving with the windows down. <laughs> All right, number 11, Anna Kendrick received a love letter and diamond earrings. Oh. And she immediately threw them out because she was really creeped out. Wait, uh, that's that's on the list of... Ab- I, doesn't, like, all, every celebrity get love letters from their fans? Yeah, like, I was a little confused by that one being on the list, but it's there. Well, Pink, number she 10. Th- she just threw out the diamond earrings? Yeah. Okay, this is... The definition of celebrity wastefulness. Like, no, 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 Welcome so. to our favorite segment, Simon Goes. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to our favorite segment, White Privilege with Simon Peltier. <laughs> so, um, I see here if if I if I were really really if I were a woman and I was very famous and I received a pair of diamond earrings, I was like, oh, these are really nice, and I would wear them. I would be really terrified that the person who sent them to me would see them and think that somehow I like accepted their love and whatever, like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I wouldn't want that to happen. So I wouldn't ever wear the diamond earrings because then the creeper would go like, "You're wearing the diamond earrings. Oh, that no, no, means no. you love me too." Yeah, yeah. Full, fully agree. I'm just saying you made it sound like she just like threw them out the window or like <laughs> dropped them off like into the ruins of the Titanic. And I'm like, um, it she... doesn't matter whether you're Rose Dawson or Anna Kendrick. That is a wasteful thing to do with a diamond. Yeah, you could sell true. that diamond and give like make everybody not have malaria or something. Or you could use that diamond to harness the powers of the sun into a really fine laser beam and drill your new face into the mountain of Rushmore. Number 10. <laughs> Sometimes I just start a sentence I don't know where it's going (laughs) You just hold on to dear life till it's over Number 10 Pink once received uh, Oh uh, pink is the person not the present Pink Pink. Pink. (laughs) Welcome to Plosives Pink Podcast In 2006 received a 16 page letter Telling her that she had been Initiated into a cult Oh that's fun and the letter included a survival kit and instructions. For what kind of apocalypse? That's all it says. Mm, that's fun. Whoa. I don't know there were instructions to what. Maybe she... the Illuminati. Maybe. Yeah, it was just but, like, but th- like every celebrity gets this. Just Pink was like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like No one told me this was going to happen. But, well, Shut up, what, what, what I don't understand is how was she like initiated into this cult without her knowledge? Oh, you can do that. Like A, lo- a lot of religions have... like things where you can do that like the mormon church has gotten into trouble in the past for like baptizing dead people who weren't mormons into mm-hmm. 
like the Church huh. of Latter Day Saints. I did it's not true. know that. Is that like a recent thing, or is that like back in Joseph Smith? Do days? they still do that? Do you know? Uh, I'd imagine if they do, they they don't talk about it. Like I know they <laughs> they got in trouble because they were trying to do that with like Holocaust victims ah. and people like ah. obviously Jewish people. I have that a was problem with that. Yeah. I have insensitive. a very big problem with that. Me too. Anyway, number nine. But yeah, I think I think that that used to be a thing. I don't think they do it anymore. Yeah, I, I think that, that's probably true. Yeah, number nine, Harry Styles. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Harry Styles is in One Direction. Not anymore. Uh, no, what? that's Zane. Oh yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles. That should just. It should be a hairdresser store. It shouldn't yeah. be a person. Anyway. It is. He has fantastic hair. Anyway, He's a um, man. he once received an unused tampon. At least it was unused. At least it was unused. Why? She was just like, well, you're, you've probably got a girlfriend, and <laughs> she probably needs tampons, so I'm going to help you out, bro. This is, Break the, that. this is the brand of tampons that I use, and so if I send it to you, it's kind of like I'm with you. Mm. Here's it could have been worse. It could have been like a diva cup that had already been used. No! Oh, my God. Oh, our, <laughs> our, diva cups are so trauma. Okay. Fun story. Diva t- I, I, I feel like I don't, I don't share your traumatic feelings about diva cups. But then, so our roommate, Claire, we're going to get into this. Um, She's not our roommate anymore. Our, our former roommate, Claire, um, used, used a diva cup when she would, would have Would she appreciate other people telling this? She story? is a diva cup evangelist. Okay. She loves She's telling a, okay. people. A devangelist, if you will. <laughs> So you were saying? Oh, it's Tom playing the ukulele. Was that, it, it sounded like there was going to be a story. About yeah. So she's a she's just completely completely flaunts it. So like I never lived in the same apartment with her. Tom Tom was in the same apartment. So uh, tell us, Tom, what happened the one time you came home and went into the kitchen? <laughs> so this one time I I was doing dishes. Um, or no, that's right. No, yeah, I went into the kitchen um, and I was going to do dishes and I looked on the stove and there was just a a pot on the stove with. Mm-hmm. A as, cup in as, it. as pots do. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's weird. Why is she boiling her like tea steeper? <laughs> so I like, I like took it off the stove and like put it out and put it in the sink and started washing dishes. And she came in, she's like, um, what the hell? And I was like, uh, I, I mean, I figured you were, you had just used it to steep tea and then threw it in there. So I'm washing it. She's like, that goes in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how that happened. Also, Yay. didn't you bring bring it to her at church at one point? Yeah, I had she she once was staying somewhere else and uh, had forgotten it and was like, "Hey, can you bring it to me at church? Just put it in a sock or something." And so, <laughs> put, put it not in a Ziploc bag in a sock. Yeah. Just, I mean, a clean sock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was put it in the sock you're currently wearing. <laughs> Wear it on your foot instead of a sock and bring Ouch. it to me. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, if Claire, if you're watching, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, um, thank you in all honesty, because you've made me so much more comfortable talking about menstruation yeah. than I ever was before. That's it. Yeah. I no longer feel nearly as weird about like anything like that as I used to. I just get uncomfortable when I think about that memory because it was so uncomfortable in the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Were it to happen again, Num- I'd be like, oh yeah, fair enough. Number eight, Emma Watson, also from the Harry Potter franchise. Bay. Along Bay. with other things. Um, yep. Uh, received Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them? Over 20. Wow. Over 20 I, it, um, At the same time? Here, here you go. Like One crate. fan believed she needed more faith in her life, apparently because some people have sent Watson as many as 20 Bibles. Uh, so she's received... Clearly, sorry, I misread this. Over like about many Bibles, and some fans have sent her over twenty at once because Harry Potter is so "quote unquote" unChristian. Oh wow, that's a. I mean, I I kind of appreciate the like the loving philosophy at least. Like you're saying, like well, here. we we don't we don't know for sure that it was loving. It might be like, listen, you know, read read this, or you're gonna go to hell. You unfaithful. Uh, True, no. but there's there's still like a like there's a measure of of concern for the person, even if you're like completely right. misguided. That's maybe, but I, I mean, what confuses me is like the like twenty Bibles, like just quantity. <laughs> of, if I send her a lot paper. of Bibles, maybe she'll read one. Is it possible that someone just signed her up to be a Gideon dis- distributor? <laughs> that almost <laughs> happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of like Pink, who was accidentally like signed up into a cult. <laughs> Pink. Maybe maybe Pink just pink. sent her a bunch of Bibles. Maybe it was Pink. Pink huh. sends pink. Bibles. Numbers it hurts my ears. <laughs> Number seven, uh, Jared Leto. 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 
I said Leto. He's going to be the Joker, right? Yeah. Jevin... Jared... (laughs) Jevin Smith. Jared Leto once uh, received... This is, in my opinion, the creepiest one of all. A human ear. No. With a note that read, Are you listening? No. It was it it was kept in the post office for a hundred over a hundred years. It was signed Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> it was a little bit decomposed, but not bad actually. Oh, it was in good shape for an ear. Ears are a good shape. Hmm. If I were Jared Leto in this scenario, I I would have never experienced more fear. Fear. Would, <laughs> I would I would be terrified in that moment. Where you open up the package, and there is an ear. And a mm-hmm. note that says, are you listening? Because well, I'm not, I can't anymore. <laughs> you can't spell fear without ear. <laughs> and you can't spell ear without... Nailed it. Number six, Kesha. You mean ke, ke dollar sign ha? Ke dollar sign ha. And this, this is a little bit of a, of a, of a cheat because she, a, a couple years ago... Don't call I, her a cheat. What's She's about, a respected artist. What is about to follow is a little bit of a cheat because she uh, asked her fans to send her um, creepy things. No, Joe, she asked that and she received more than a thousand teeth. Kesha, 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 Kesha. Is that? She received teeth, not just like a couple of them. Over a thousand, and this 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 is like this is like over all of the all of the fans that that's, have sent them. It's not so bad. No. Like, it's still weird. Okay, but I could personally send Kesha like ten teeth if I wanted to, and that would be <laughs> from yourself. Yes, yes, I have a little vial at home. See, do when, you really? Yeah. See, I you still I, have your baby teeth? I did not believe in the. No, I did believe in the tooth fairy for quite a long time. <sighs> but I but I would leave a note under my pillow that said. Hey, I appreciate the money, but could you like leave the tooth because I want to keep it because it was just so fascinating to me that there's like there's this piece of you that's like come out of your it's it's like been there. It's always been a part of you. And then it just comes out and it's like, oh, there it is. You and were so I, like I had them in a little like like film canister. No, it was it was like a pill bottle. I had one of those safety child tops. Tom is giving me the weirdest like eye twitchingy look right now. But no, I still have them in like a, in a drawer somewhere in my no. parents' house. I can like take them out and shake them. I think some of them have like cracked in two at this point. There's um if you if, if you listen to the relevant podcast, there's one guy on there who talks about his his dad has uh, in the basement a gigantic jar filled with all of the hair from every haircut he has ever had in his life. No. And he wow. just like sprinkles it on top and, and you can see that it starts off like like black and then it's black for a really long time and then it just like slowly gets grayer and gray that's and gray. Fascinating. You, that, could, no. that, you could sell that to like an art gallery. That's kinda cool. Uh, that's definitely anyway, like, why? Number I number feel like five, maybe we should unpack Tom's fear of parts of us that uh, no longer are part number of Number five, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> that's uh Edward? Yeah, from No Twilight. No, it's I believe that it's Harry Potter. Oh yeah. No, pretty sure. Uh, Robert Pattinson Harry uh, once received uh, a box of toothpicks from from a fan. Okay, that's not that weird. It's I mean it's it's unusual, but then especially but then for it, a vampire, it's like you've probably got a lot of human skin in but your see, teeth. Here's 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 the thing: the, the article says that after after Robert Pattinson stopped smoking, he started having like just chewing oh, toothpicks. Okay. See, that's really nice. That's yeah. a nice gift. Yeah, that's, there's nothing weird. It's really about that. sweet, but like out of context, like here's a box of toothpicks. You'd be like. Like, if it was a box of toothpicks and a tampon or something, that would be a little weird. <laughs> a box of toothpicks with an ear. Or, like, a note that says, like, <clears throat> I picked, I dropped these toothpicks and there were 493 of them, and now I want you to know that. I mean... A box of toothpicks with teeth impaled on each of them. <laughs> Ooh. I, I kind of want that. A box of toothpicks with Ned Stark's head impaled on each of them. Uh, like a tiny one? Number like a little four. clay? <laughs> number four, Alice Cooper... Uh, once received a coffin. <laughs> it's Alice Cooper, though. It's Alice Cooper, <laughs> and inside, no, it's like a full-size coffin. Yeah, inside, inside, a cat's heart. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom. <laughs> oh, a cat. They 
I w- was there a note? I wonder if there was a note. No, he, it was just the coffin. He had with to the go heart. and like get it DNA sampled and be like, "Hey, I really want." Or or maybe <laughs> what kind of heart is this? Maybe Alice Cooper just knows what a cat's heart looks like. It's like you know, Ozzy, you bite the heads off doves. I'm gonna take it a step up and like just eats cat hearts for a living. Oh, dear. Alice Cooper actually, uh, he, he had a turnaround, eh? He uh, stopped being. Mm. He, well, he started like he, he became a Christian and he started doing like Christian metal. Really? And it was really yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, it was like, I mean, the, I mean, I, I good on him and all, but it was kind of. Yeah. Was it like it was as bad. good as Bob Dylan's Christian phase? Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know much about Bob Dylan's Christian phase. Did he actually write any songs during that phase or did he just do like old folk songs? I think he just got worse. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, <laughs> the one song I really remember, because my brother used to be really into Christian metal um, and listened to Alice Cooper, he had one song that was all about how Elvis was in hell. It was called Disgraceland. It was... <laughs> I like that. It was, a, it was an interesting, yeah, an interesting wow. experience. How's your brother doing? Welcome to a new segment of the show called Checking In with Tommy Phoenix. Is yeah, Tommy, Tommy Phoenix. So, Welcome so, to the new segment, which is checking in with people that you don't know. They probably they, know him. They probably don't, but um, no. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Tommy Phoenix. So my brother, my older brother, who's five years my senior, he actually was the first person to go to university and then decide not to do anything with it and head off on the art scene. And he moved to Vancouver and started a band. And he's doing okay. He's started a new band now. His old band is defunct. Hmm. But, That's uh, unfortunate. They had that one song that was they, super popular. They were really funky for a bit. Yeah, it was called Partying with Santa. It was fun. <laughs> Are you going to so, play Partying with Santa? Number I woke up late on Christmas Eve. I heard Santa coming down the chimney. Oh, whoa. Then elves came marching through the door, slammed one, two, three kegs on the floor. I said, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, they started drinking, reindeer were singing, check the, deck the halls with Santa's balls, and jingle all the way. Anyways, it's a sample. Go look up Fighting for Ithaca. Number three, Halle Berry, and this, this is, to me, is not as, is not super surprising, but, uh, has she been famous anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's in that, she's in that, she's in that Mm. TV show. Which one? Um, I don't remember. Game of Thrones. No, Halle- it's 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 the one where like she has a kid and the kid is a robot. Carly Berry's Infinite no. Robocop playlist. Wait, she has a kid and the kid is a robot. Yeah, the kid is a robot. Or no, like she robot? like like there was a robot that was built to to that that like has the appearance of a child. The and Iron she Giant is in charge of it. What? Iron Man. Is this a live action show? Yeah, Robocop. No. Anyway, uh, Halle Berry. Uh, what? In uh, was was once that's at, her name, at, Tom Halle Berry. She was at, right. she was at a bar, and was full on proposed to and given a diamond ring. Oh, wow. she, that's I, a... I, I I presume she said no. But and, and like this, this is not particularly surprising to me. Like I've, I feel like a lot of celebrities must get proposed to. Yeah, so. who was that? There was a, there was a female YouTuber recently. I can't remember who it was. I'm gonna look this up. Um, who said. Or was it a male YouTuber? It was some YouTuber who was, who was saying, I get a lot of people, you know, offhandedly saying in the comments, like, hey, I would totally marry you. So if you're serious, you know, <laughs> just send me a detailed proposal. Let's work mm-hmm. something out. So uh, Tom is also looking for someone. So if you would like to marry Tom, just, uh, you know. Tweet. Is it called Extant? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I just found that on the... What's, uh, what's Extant? Uh, it's oh, the see. show. Extant is an American science fiction television drama series created by Mickey Fisher and executive produced by Steven Spielberg. The story revolves around astronaut Molly Woods, Halle Berry, who returns home to her family inexplicably pregnant after 13 months in outer space on a solo mission. Wow. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> I did not. I, I mean, I, I've seen trailers for it. and it looks This pretty podcast good. is not sponsored by Extant. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Dolly Parton. I love Dolly Parton. She's my favorite old white lady. Uh, really? Betty White's my favorite old white lady. Oh, that's true. Didn't she die? Betty White? No. No, she will never die. <laughs> Don't scare me. No, um, B. Arthur died. Oh. I lie, like, Lots I of people think. died today. We were talking about this before the podcast. Yeah, holy shit. The American Dream is dead. Yeah. Did you know what? that? The American Dream. Wrestler the American Dream. Is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you had a moment where you realized the truth of America, but then were reassured that we were only joking. So Dolly Parton... Um, I love Dolly. Once received a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
back back in the seventies. Um, a, oh, it was the seventies. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. I'm making references to <laughs> decades I was not alive and have no context we're talking uh, about. I don't think we should talk about decades we weren't alive. <laughs> <laughs> It's insensitive to Dolly Parton. Back in the 70s, someone dropped a baby on Dolly Parton's front lawn, I guess, front like front doorstep. Um, and she immediately called human services and they took the baby and she doesn't know what happened to the baby afterward. That's but, a that's a good response. Yep. I mean that, I feel like that was a lot more common back in the day. Yeah. They might not have even known it was Dolly Parton's house. They might have just been like, I don't want this baby. <laughs> and this looks like a big house. They could take care of a baby. Yeah. Sure. If I was going to drop my baby anywhere, it would probably be at a big house. Really? Yeah. Because I, I mean, feel like I maybe I those people got so rich by disposing of babies. I doubt it. <laughs> oh, God, that's dark. It's like a like a baby getting rid of mafia. Doesn't that happen in Game of Thrones? Oh. When, no, like he, the... did, he said that's dark, not that's stark. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a stark. I'm actually in the Stark. Simon is only. Yeah, on why th- did you call me a Lannister? Hold the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> I realized that was like an hour ago. <laughs> Hold on. We're just getting to this now. Okay, recall that Simon is on season season one of Game of Thrones. I'm on correct? season two now. Oh. You're on season two. I'm he on might two. still harbor. I'm just not going to say anything. It's not as offensive as you would think it is. All right, all right. No, I I'm I'm still harboring a little bit of hope for one Lannister. There's some good. You're I mean, short, Marcella, kind of. I will always have hope for Marcella. Marcella, the, yeah, the, the uh, Joffrey's younger sister. Oh, the girl. The girl. I never knew her name. She's just the, like blonde girl She gets number sent one. off to the to Dorne. She's in Dorne. Dorne, okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I, I still have hope for, I, I really like Tyrion. Okay, um, all right. So, Tyrion, okay, yeah, Tyrion wait, is yeah, good. let's, let's do this. Tell us, like, as people who have, who are caught up in Game of Thrones, tell us <laughs> your impressions of Game of Thrones people. Okay. And we will, we in the audience will just smile and nod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who do you think is going to live forever? Who do I think is going to live forever? <laughs> I think the people who will uh, survive the longest are Tyrion, Arya, and Jon Snow. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I know for a fact that a lot of the that a lot of the also if you're um spoilers yeah spoilers spoiler alert um I know for a fact yeah if you don't want to listen to this just press on the plus fifteen. About eight times. Yeah. Also, and, and if we'll, you we'll play music again when we're done talking yeah. about Game of Thrones. <clears throat> and also, if yeah. you don't watch Game of Thrones, that's cool. Just keep this podcast rolling, mm-hmm. and then yeah. go to um, YouTube.com/slash Acapella Science and watch a couple <laughs> videos of mine, and then return. Yeah. So I know I I, I know that I know that Joffrey dies. Whoa! Spoilers. That's Spoiler. a big assumption. No, I I know that it's the purple wedding. Everybody dies, man. Man, everybody dies. Everybody dies. You're gonna die. I'm gonna die. I think, I I think Marjorie is still alive. That's what I think. Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody else dies. <laughs> 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 the entire the fifth season is just Marjorie Tyrell oh, and Arya oh, no, just like uh, kicking Daenerys. Daenerys. Do you think how do you think Daenerys will continue to be alive for a long time? I think so. Okay. Why? I d- that I just, that I sound you're so. hearing right now is Tom scratching the inside of his sock. My sock was yeah. itchy. I th- I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think I think Daenerys is gonna is gonna survive, um, because she is. I mean, she's she's one of the protagonists, and I think that the the, the main protagonists don't die. The matter of dragons. Anyway, so no, number one, wait, wait, you got to play the ukulele again. So yeah, play the ukulele. Welcome back to Up for Things. That Game, Game of Thrones spoilers are done. We're not going to tell you anything about who died. How are they going to hear this if they weren't listening? I don't know. I just, I just, I, well, no, because they were pushing the the fifteen, and then at some point they heard music. Anyway, oh, okay. <clears yeah. throat> So this this is by far what I believe to be the strangest. Is this number one? This you already said one. what you said was by far the strangest. No, I said the creepiest. Uh, the strangest. Uh, that was good harmonies. Uh, 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 Simon, come in with us. Number. Uh, I can't do harmonies. Just. Uh, so, art number one. Taylor Swift. I love her. Of course, Taylor Swift is number one. Received a turtle shell. Aww. Hmm. But. No. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to read. Turtle, <laughs> turtle shell butt. I'm, I'm going uh, to read you. People have told me I have a turtle shell butt. You do a little bit. Thanks. It's kind of hard and patterned. Yeah. Yeah. I would make a soup in it. 
It contains so she, she a fleshy got, she interior. Received, she received a turtle shell, but her face was painted on it. That's not so weird. That's not that weird. That's not really I think that that's weird. I think that's really weird. That's probably like an art, uh, an established art form, painting no, things on turtle I, shells. I don't know that it isn't, which probably means I mean, it is. I mean, I, I can imagine like maybe some like Polynesian tribe doing that, but I don't think it would be like the face of somebody. I think it would be, I think it, it would be like painting, I don't know, like a, a famous battle or maybe painting just some like abstract designs on them that Welcome signify to Simon tells us what Polynesian culture is. <laughs> <laughs> I, it involves what, painting battles on turtle shells. Hey, I went to Australia once, so... <laughs> I took computer science three. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's just Polynesia is like more amnesia. It's like multiple <laughs> nesias. Also, the guy who once. plays Cal Drogo is Polynesian. I so he was Samoan. Samoan. That's in Polynesia. He's, he's Patron. Isn't Pol- Samoa a cookie? <laughs> what? <laughs> Samoa is a country. Polynesia is a area. It's I'm also pretty a sure you're thinking of though. Oreos. Oh, so that's that's my story. Is all of these strange things, and that leads me to my question: What okay. is the strangest gift you guys have ever received? Mm. And what's the strangest gift you can think of giving to a celebrity? Oh man. Let's let's start with the first one. What's the what's the strangest gift you have ever received? The strangest gift I've ever received. Okay, so um, children will often give me drawings. <laughs> Just I've received there. children. children. <laughs> no, so like I'm I think, like Dolly Parton in that I have received children. I'm like Dolly Parton. Babies on my stoop. In most ways, I'm like Dolly Parton. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm like Dolly Parton in that I'm a chesty blonde. Um, so yes, you are. He ain't lying. So children have this habit of giving like art to people that they care about right yeah and sometimes even just to people who like are around at the time that they're making this art yeah um i have received over the years countless drawings and like coloring pages and stuff i think the strangest thing i ever got it was like it was a color a coloring book page i guess of uh lion king like it was simba yeah. but he was like fuchsia and like turquoise and shit mm. and i was like this wow. is really dope <laughs> nice. i mean did was the do you know if that kid had like full range of color vision yes yeah yeah it's just like you know this what just an artistic choice they made you know what yeah. lions are better fuchsia yeah. colored that's I true mean, of most things yeah I, if i could choose i mean it, it essentially looked like you were looking at simba through like a negative or whatever oh, oh. interesting because no, that would be if Simba was bright green in real life. But it doesn't matter. Like, it, that's I'm okay. sorry for sciencing <laughs> on. I uh, don't. I, Tim Bly, the science guy. Uh, See, I did it less offensively this time. Good. What about you? Tim? Anything offensive about being gay? I'm what just about putting it out there? What about you, Tim? What's the strangest gift you've ever received? Mm, Tom, have you given me any really strange gifts? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I feel like if I've received a strange gift, it's probably from you. But. <laughs> I mean, this crazy bread is crazy. Crazy, and that's technically a gift. No, I, I can't. I, I can't really think of. It. Now you're just making me like all this conversation has made me think about is who should I send my teeth to? Honestly, okay, who <laughs> who would you send your teeth to then? Uh, Let us know in the comment. In the, uh, me? <laughs> I'm just gonna comment in our own <laughs> podcast. Be like, hey guys, I know I couldn't think of it now, but Tim Blay here. Tim Blay here, and I just want to say that if I had a bunch of teeth, I would. I would send my teeth to, Do- to Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would send my child's teeth to Dolly Parton. <laughs> Just every every time my kid loses a tooth, she gets a little envelope with a dollar in it. I, you know what? I, you know what I would do? You know what I, I want to do? I want to wrap up. I want to get like a bunch of. Um, this is gonna be kind of weird, but I want to get a bunch of Brussels sprouts. And then drill little holes in them and put a tooth at the center of each Brussels sprout sprout, and then mail them to Yan Martel, who wrote (laughs) Life of Pi, (laughs) because he has this whole scene in Life of Pi where this guy winds up on this bizarre like seaweed island. It's the cracked outest part of the book. And you you realize that this seaweed island like slowly digests people. And the way you, you know, like people live there, but then when they die, it like like it it just like it's seaweed turns to acid at night and like eats things. So Whoa. if people like fall asleep for too long, it'll like eat them. And then this guy finds this tooth wrapped up in this big like bunch of leaves and stuff. It's the only wow. part that couldn't be digested, and it's like kind of like a Brussels sprout kind of thing. So I would I would definitely do that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I might, how much does shipping cost for like Brussels sprout sized objects? Um, I mean, you could probably. I imagine assuming she much. lives in assuming the person lives in the states. Yeah, he he's a, he's a he, guy. He no, actually, he lives he lives in Canada. He, he lives, lives in, in Manitoba. Manitoba. Yeah, 
Uh, you'd be looking at like didn't maybe his pa- like didn't three, didn't he didn't he write least. Life of Pi in English and then his dad translated it in French or something? I have no Could idea. The way around, I I I'm pretty sure that's true. Guys, I kind of live a life of pie. Yeah, P- you do eat a lot of pie. Eat a lot of pie, but mostly when you're eating your feelings. Mo- well, that's most of the time. I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, yeah. I prefer to eat pizza when I'm so, eating my feelings. Thank you guys so much for listening to the <laughs> discussion podcast. Uh, this has been a long episode. Thanks for sticking with us yeah, through yeah. it. Uh, make sure if you're not already subscribed on iTunes to go do that. It takes like two or three seconds to do it and it helps us out a lot. And uh, go, come follow us on Twitter at Down With Talking. And follow us individually on Twitter at Tom Zalatni, at Acapella Science, at No The Other Simon. Yeah. Uh, That's you, really your... Oh, cool. Yeah. I think we're all on Instagram with the same names as well, yes. correct? Yeah, I think so. And... Uh, Remember that if you are listening on iTunes, uh, if you go into iTunes, you can rate and review the show. Please do that. Please it's do that. amazingly helpful. It is the best way for people to find out about us so that we can grow together. Mmm, as one <laughs> with teeth at the center of us. Mm. Do you want to play us out, T-Bone? Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Lazy. Subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe right away. So you can get updates every Thursday. Subscribe to us, or we will hurt you somehow. I don't know how. We're gonna fade out. We're actually gonna fade out this time. We're gonna fade out. We're gonna fade out. We're probably not. Actually gonna fade out this time. Tom, you better fade us out this time and not leave it awkward at the end. Oh, I might fade us out, but I probably won't. Cause that takes like a one second worth of effort and you just don't have that time. We're too lazy. We're too lazy. I ain't got no time. Simon is making big circular motions with his hand telling us to wrap this up. Cause what it's been too he long. He ain't no and conductor. I'm just too strong. Mm. What else rhymes with strong? Thong. <laughs> Bong. Dong. Wrong. Along. Song. Pong. Prong. Kong. I'd also really appreciate a turtle shell with us painted on it. Or King Kong. Send it to our P.O. Box at (laughs) P.O. Box 